have the desire to be your own boss, to take a passion of yours like crafting or painting or whatever to the next level and offer it up as a service or product that others might be able to use and appreciate and get paid for your time and talent. If so, then my guest today on Love Someone with Delilah is definitely someone you want to get to know. Lindsay Tig Moreno is a married mama of three little ones. She's a successful business owner, a podcaster, a book author, and mostly she is an ardent advocate for entrepreneurs, women who want it all, but give themselves 50 excuses why right now isn't the right time to to step out in 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 faith or step out of their comfort zone. Maybe they think once my kids are older, once my kids are out of school, maybe they think once I'm married, once I'm in a committed relationship, maybe they think once I've saved enough money, once I have my own home, once I have an education. Well, Lindsay is having none of that. By the way, neither am I. I have always been a working mom. I have always been an entrepreneur. I have been a business owner for many, many years. Uh, Like my mother and Lindsay's mother, my mom uh, didn't work outside of the home at a regular job, but she worked hard and she supplemented uh, our income by being a seamstress. So there is no doubt that life comes with challenges, but what's a life without challenges? Without challenges, you don't grow. Life by its very definition is about challenges, is about overcoming obstacles, about developing our strengths and our skills and our personality. That is called growth. I chose Lindsay's book, Boss Up, for my book club last September uh, because I not only believe in her message, I appreciate her advice and her guidance. In her book, Boss Up, she helps women gain the confidence To know that having ambition doesn't make them bad mommies or bad wives, bad mothers at all. It's okay to want to have it all, and it is possible to do it. I'm so happy Lindsay's joining us today. We're going to have a fantastic conversation just after we give my fabulous sponsor, the folks who help doers do, the folks who help you do it all. The Home Depot, uh, once we talk about them for a moment, we'll be right back uh, and talk about Boss Up. If you're listening to this podcast on your smartphone, you know just how many apps there are for downloading. The Home Depot has a new one, a new app version that makes getting what you need for your home so quick. One of the most popular new functions, the image search. Snap a picture with the Home Depot app and find what you need. The app recognizes the item you need replaced and tells you where you can find it in your neighborhood Home Depot, right down to the aisle and the shelf in the store. While you're listening to this podcast, download the new Home Depot app. It'll come in handy when you need it most. With me on this edition of Love Someone with Delilah is a woman who authored a book that we featured in our book club late last year. And I was so impressed. My sister was so impressed too with with your message, Lindsay. That we said we gotta we gotta get you on our podcast. We gotta talk to you so you can spread all this goodness and energy and enthusiasm 
to other people who have a dream, have a vision, have a talent, have a passion, but don't know how to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Y- yeah. You provide the roadmap. You're like a like a guide, like a, one of the, my brother takes people on these riverboat excursions where they get in whitewater river rafting and he takes them on these amazing trips down these beautiful rivers and lets them see nature that nobody else gets a chance to see. You kind of do that with helping people to to see and to find a path to use their their inner goodness, their inner talents to bring about greatness. Yes, I that's what I hope. That is my hope. I hope that I can hand people, you know, if I was a tour guide, I'd hand people a pair of binoculars so that they could see into themselves and see what they have. I just think so often, especially women, don't recognize the talent and the capabilities that they have to go out and build the life that they want. Um, and I think a lot of mothers especially uh, put that all in the back burner when they have kids because it feels selfish to focus on self. Um, and so I do hope that I can be kind of another, another viewpoint on this, on how to do both. You can have both and here. And I hope that that is the kind of tour guide that I would be is to show you a new way to have everything that you want. It's not going to be perfect, but you can have it. You know, it's funny because I remember, you know, my mom's generation, how you weren't supposed to do that. And it's funny because it was actually my mom who said to me, sis, don't ever put yourself in a position where you are dependent financially upon somebody else. Yeah. Um, yes. She she would have changed her circumstances, I think, if she had read your book because <laughs> You know, she had the talent, she had the skill, and she was bringing in money as a seamstress, as a professional seamstress, but she never thought of it as a real career or as a real job. And she never recognized or could see that when she sat down at the sewing machine, she was sitting on a gold mine. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to open your eyes to is if you've got something that you love to do, you can make that something that you build a business around. Uh, You can take the skills or whatever it is that you love about that and translate that into something that will actually bring you not only money, but personal fulfillment, I think is the more important part of that. I think behind the money is personal fulfillment. It's whatever that money is going to bring you, whatever that money represents to you, because it's never just about the dollar, right? That's just paper. It's really about what's behind that. What do you want out of your life? And how are you going to pay for that? Because that takes real dollars, right? That's not going to be paid for on pats on the back and being a really, really great mom. I, I would say that you can be a really great mom and show your kids real failure, real heartache, real triumph, real wins, and then actual and real fulfillment on the back end of that if you're willing to do both at the same time. But it's not easy. First off, let's let me introduce you properly. Lindsay Teague Moreno, who wrote Boss Up. How did you come to this epiphany in your own life that made you realize there is enough of me to go around that I can have a career and I can be a great mama. Yep. So here, here's what happened for me was I got pregnant. I was, you know, we were married and got pregnant and and surprise twins. (laughs) And I was freaking out, freaking out. But I just thought, okay, you know what? Like 
you know, when these babies are handed to me, I'm going to just become a different person. I'm going to become the person who doesn't need any of this validation anymore, who doesn't need my own things and doesn't need to do my hobbies anymore because my life is going to become about these kids and I'm going to love them and it's going to feel so good. And then I had the babies and they laid them in my arms and both of them were at my, at my house for the first time after my youngest got out of the NICU. And as soon as they came home and I'm holding both of them, it took me almost no time to realize Nope, I'm still the same person I was. I just now have some complication around being able to do that. My time is now limited, and I need to be real serious about the things that I want to do. And for a long time, I kept very quiet about that because I was super ashamed to say, hey, I love my kids, don't love being a stay-at-home mom, and I made a deal with my husband that he would work and I would stay home, and that's how it was going to be. So if I changed the game now – that's not fair to him. Right. And so I kind of just went along about my life and just trudged through it, but I wasn't feeling fulfilled every day. I'd make my husband come home from work and tell me everything he did just so I could have an adult conversation. And at one point I just thought this has got to stop. And if I'm not speaking up for myself and advocating for myself as a human being, then my husband's not going to be happy with me. I'm not going to be happy with me and my kids aren't going to be happy with me. Okay, but but what about those moms that that they place the baby uh, in the arms and and the mom says, you know what, this is this is what I want to do. This is the sweetest, greatest, most amazing. Uh, in my case, I didn't have any choice, you know, because in in my situations, I was you know the provider for the family. So, uh, and, and even if I wasn't, I mean, I stink and love being on the air um but i was very blessed that i could bring my kids to work i okay i wasn't supposed to but i did anyway (laughs) so for those moms i say yes that's your heart that's what that's where you're supposed to follow follow your bliss whatever it is that fulfills you yes that's what you're meant to do and if that means you're dependent on a husband to help you then yes i don't care if you don't care i don't care whatever is right for you is right for you The people I'm speaking to are the ones that do have a feeling. They got something in their heart. There's something that's calling them to more. And either they're too scared to do it or they feel they're bound by motherhood not to do it. Those are the people that I want to say to you. There's another way. You can do both. I promise you can. And your kids will love you and learn more from you seeing you go out and follow your passion and the things that you want than if you're just sitting at home resenting what you're doing every day. There's no need to do that. You don't have to but you're going to be have to be the one that comes up and says, this is what I want. This is why I want it. And there's not going to be anything that stops me from getting it. I want my kids to see it. So when you had that conversation with your husband, who you had made this agreement with that mm-hmm. you would, you would be the stay at home mom. And all of a sudden you're like, uh, remember when I made that <laughs> agreement? Um, I didn't realize really what I was saying. Yes. Like how yeah. did you have that conversation and how did he receive it? So my, my assumption was, he'll just know that this is what I need. And his assumption was, hey, I've got this job. I'm working my, G- my dream job. I'm bringing in more money than we ever have. What is it that I'm not getting done for her that she feels like she needs to do for our family? And so we had these like silent fights about things we didn't even realize we were thinking until we sat down and have a, had a real conversation. Hey, this is, this is why I need this. I need this. Can you support me? in my dreams, as I have supported you in yours these past years. And, and as soon as I said it like that, his face softened and he looked at me and he said, oh, of course I can. 
Of course I can. He loves me. Of course he will support me. All I needed to do was speak plainly and clearly with him about why I wanted to do it and give him some facts around how I felt like this could change our family dynamic and change our finances and change the way we live our life. And as soon as I did that, he was on board 100%. So how old were the twins at this point? So the twins were three, and I had another baby. Um, in that time, there was another another event that happened in my life that kind of really pushed me into overdrive. And that was when I was 30, my, my baby had just been born. Three weeks after she was born, my mother died of a massive heart attack at 53. And that affected me so much that I, I, I looked at her life at the end, and I thought she just died at 53 in debt not having realized any of her some days, right? Someday I'm going to go to Italy and drink the wine. Someday I'm going to take you kids on a river rafting trip down the Grand Canyon. Someday X, Y, and Z. All of them were still on the table when she died. And I thought to myself, if I don't make a change and live the kind of life that's going to make me feel like I'm meeting all my some days right now, I might never, right? I, I can't wait until my kids are gone. And so as soon as I explained that to my husband, he was like, okay, go. I believe in you. I think you can do everything. So, so go and do. And within a year, he had quit his job and was working with me full time. And it has been the most. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. Within a year, he quit his job? Yes. He was a college president in Seattle at the time. And within a year, you know, I said, hey, look, I'm going to need some help on the back end here. And I'm making way more money than you can you help me? And he was like, you know, I don't, I don't know. This doesn't feel stable because he's, he's the stability guy. I'm, I'm the wow. He's the how. Right. And so because, because he's the how he was like, how are we going to make this work? All right. So I need you to meet these benchmarks. And as soon as you meet these benchmarks, sure, I'll quit. And by the next month I had to meet them. So is your husband a business partner or a stay at home dad? He's a business partner and stay at home dad. And I'm a business partner and stay at home mom. So you work from home. And you work together. Yep. And you live together. Yep. And you raise kids together. Yep. And do you ever get on each other's very last nerve? Be honest. Oh, God. Yes. I mean, yes. Look, not <laughs> marriage is hard enough without kids and without a business. When you add all of those things in together and two extremely flawed people who are working to be better but are not, it's a mess. It's a mess all the time. And I embrace that mess. It won't always be a mess. We're not going to feel our feelings forever. Uh, this will change down the road. So let's deal with this now, figure it out now, and we'll see each other, you know, down the road when it's better, right? And there's, there's certain things that make marriage more difficult, and a business and kids are one of those things, uh, but we are determined to make it work. So how long now have you been working together as a team, making boss-up kind of <laughs> business work? Uh, six years. We've been together for six years. We've been married for, we're going on 13, uh, and we've been working together for six. And it has been my favorite six years of my life so far. Talking today with Lindsay Teague Moreno, author of Boss Up, fabulous book. If you have a, a dream, a passion, a skill, a talent, uh, something that you make that you think could be monetized if you make the best lasagna in the world and you think, oh, my gosh, <laughs> if only I could if people say to you, oh, my gosh, if only you could sell this lumpia somewhere, uh, <laughs> get the book boss up and then uh, you will work through the steps to figure out how to do that. But we were talking a minute ago, Lindsay, about 
that that having it all, having a career, having a dream, having a vision, and having three young kids is a mess. Right. Yes. Yes. Talk to us about that. Talk to us about your mess and how you embrace it and how we should or others can have a fuller life if they stop sweating the small stuff. God, that's so true. Okay, so there's this idea, I think, that circulates around for many of us. And that idea is when it's right, it's going to be perfect, right? We're waiting for that someday to come. We're just working for that future happiness. Someday that happiness is going to be here. I just need to do A, B, C, D, and all the rest of my to-do list, and then I'll be happy. And the truth is that I've learned doing that over and over and over and over that the happiness is never there. The, the finish line always moves when you get there. It doesn't matter what it is. You have to learn to embrace the chaos, whatever it looks like. My, my office is a crap hole most days, but my, my house is okay because I have found someone to help me do that, right? If not, my house would be a complete wreck. Because my priority isn't making my house perfect. Amen, sister. And I know, you know, the first thing that people always say to me is, I don't, I don't have the money for that or I, I don't have that. You must build it. It's not going to come to you. If you want the money for someone to clean your house and do your dishes and, and do your stuff for you, you need to put it behind a goal. Put that exact thing behind a goal and go out and get it. And as soon as you get that, that, that finish line is going to move again for you. Put something else behind the next goal. Just push yourself enough so that you're living the kind of life that makes you feel like a normal human being again. Like the person that you were before you had kids. Remember that girl. Remember who she was and what she loved and what filled her up and made her days shine. You need more of that in your life if you're not feeling it. Yeah, if you're not. And if you are, good for you. Because my daughter, Shayla, she loves, 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 her role right now as as full-time mama bear. And for sure, there are a lot of those women out there. And for sure, I respect the heck out of those women. And I, some parts of me wish that I was like that, that I would love being stay-at-home because it, it, it feels important, right? I would love that. But it's not me. It's not who God created to me to be. And what my message in Boss Up especially, I talk about both the kinds of moms, the kind that's meant to be the mother and the kind that's meant to be a mom who works. And, and I think we should be following whatever God has put in your heart to do. Whatever that is, go get it. You know, I, I love that you talk openly about God and about your faith because I actually, <laughs> I actually got into somewhat of a disagreement one time with somebody who was trying to tell me that I was taking food off a man's table to have my <laughs> career. And it was oh somebody God. within uh, my religious community and I said, okay, let's just look up Proverbs 31, shall we? <laughs> okay. Okay, could you read that out loud to me, please? Right. Would you just read that? She what? She considers a field and out of her what? Her yep. earnings. Yep. Not her husband's earnings, her earnings. She yep. buys it. She buys it. What? She's like a merchant ship traveling afar. You mean she travels for work? That's okay. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay, if that was okay 2,000 years ago before they had, like, express passes and, <laughs> and you know, clear. TSA preferred and clear, then I, I'm guessing it's still okay right now. I'm sure it is. Yeah, that's. I think that's so small-minded, and I think it also comes from a, a viewpoint of lack. There's not enough for me out there, and now she's taking from me. 
Uh, and that is, I don't measure up. That's a self-worth problem that he needs to deal with on his own. <laughs> Good for you. All right. We're going to continue this conversation in just a moment. Uh, I'm going to come back and talk to Lindsay uh, a little bit more about Boss Up and and how, Lindsay, we can discover what that passion is or what that gift is that we can monetize. Hold on. We'll be right back. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Back with Lindsay Teague Moreno, author of Boss Up and and her own podcast. What's your podcast title? Oh, it's called the Boss Up Podcast. There you go. That was simple. <laughs> so if somebody is listening to you thinking, oh, I don't, you know, I've I've always thought about using my crafting talent to make money, but I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Where do they start? All right. Well, I've got a book how for do, you. How do you <laughs> identify what that gift is? what that passion, what that thing is. Like uh, my sister has such a gift for um, bringing different elements together and making them look good. I'm artistic. I can paint and draw, 
but I can't do graphic design. I can't bring different elements together and make them look, make them flow. So even while she was being a stay-at-home mom, she was designing flyers for her son's school fundraisers and all these things. And now she's got that marketable skill. How does a person identify what that thing is that they can monetize? Right. Okay. So it bumps up in chapter, uh, you know, two, three, uh, two and three really are the most, you're going to get into this situation where I'm going to start asking you a lot of very difficult questions, (laughs) a lot of very difficult questions about the things that you're good at naturally, the things that you are drawn towards, the things that you're pulled towards. And what I want you to do is you'll take a look at all of these answers. And what I think it will do is give you a clearer picture at not only what you're good at, but also the things that you like doing, because what I don't want you to do is get into a business. Hey, I'm good at this. I'm really great at sewing, but I don't like it. Right. I'm, I'm good at it because I learned how to do it, but I don't love doing it for a business. I don't want you to build a business on that. I want you to build on business on something you love doing. So there's a lot of questions in chapters two and three. They're going to help you identify the kind of person that you are outside of motherhood. Uh, and, and the things that you actually are good at and like doing at the same time so that you can use those to say, all right, well, I could build a business that does this. Maybe it could do this. Let me get some feedback, right? I'm going to give you some great ideas about how to get feedback from other people, how to um, listen, how to figure out what your competition is doing, what, the, what your customer might want. All of that is in Boss Up. And then I'm going to walk you through the 10 success philosophies. So before you meet success at the end of this road, what are the 10 things you need to know? Here are the 10 things I learned through the School of Hard Knocks. I'm going to give you a shortcut. Let me just tell you about them so that when you see them on your path and you will see them, you can identify them. You can identify them and learn them and move through them, right? So it's things like thinking long-term about your business and what you want, what you want from your life. Things like uh, telling stories and connecting with your customer on a really authentic level, being who you are and not being ashamed of who you are, not being a version of yourself you think you're supposed to be, and setting the right kind of goals to get you to the kind of life that you want rather than the kind of life you think that maybe your neighbor wants or your mother wants from you or your kids want from you. I want you to go after the kind of life that your heart is desiring. I I love that, and I love that you in your book advocate for living a life that works for you but doesn't look like everyone else's. My life, (laughs) if you you were to come and spend a weekend or a week in my life, you would think, what the heck? <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> and and a lot of people can't hang. They can't handle it. They're like, okay, see ya. Wouldn't want to mm-hmm. be ya. Yep. And I, I don't give a damn because it works for me. Yes. And it works Absolutely. for my family. Like my right. husband and I don't live together. He he has a career in another state. And, yeah. uh, you know, he he comes home to my home, you know, a couple of times a month. Yep. And yep. I love to say we travel back and forth. And he's like, who is this we, Kimosabi? We <laughs> don't travel back and forth. I travel back and forth. And you keep your little happy butt home at your farm. And I'm like, yeah, right. that's true, because that works for me. And yep. putting five kids, I have five children at home, in a car and and traveling with them doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um, yeah but- which is why I think mom shaming is such BS. Because basically what we're trying to do is tell other moms they should do it our way. Why would we assume, in what world would we assume that our way is the only way and it's right for everyone? I cannot get behind that. How do you encourage people to be true to themselves and to not care? I've never cared. 
I mean, yeah. I've never given a damn what somebody else thinks about me. But yeah. most of the people in my world care. They're worried. They 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 worry what other people are going to think or say, or they they worry that it looks weird or, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I mean, people look just... at me sideways when they see the way that I live my life. And I'm like, you know what? It works for my me to have my dining room be my art studio right now. Yeah. It's none of your dang business. <laughs> yeah. I think number one, it, there's a confidence issue there. I think that if there's part of you that's saying I'm not good enough to follow this dream that God put in my heart, I would challenge you <laughs> to say, I'm pretty sure he equipped you. So I don't think God's giving you anything that you cannot handle or that you're not strong enough for have some confidence because he's got the confidence that you can do it. If he does, then you can do it. Right. So number one, figure out how to fix your confidence problem. If, if you are comparing yourself to strangers on the internet, number one, unfollow those people. <laughs> Stop following people that make you feel bad about yourself. Stop believing the lie that just because she's got it, that, that it's gone now and you can't have it. We've got this, I call it this plenty of pie notion where we believe that success is a pie and that down the road, your piece is waiting for you. But if someone else gets there first, your piece isn't going to be there. But the truth is your success is a pie. Your pie is waiting for you. It's going to taste different than every other person's pie, but you just have to have the guts to go and eat it. <laughs> go and eat your slice of pie. Don't eat someone else's pie. It's not going to taste good. So stop trying to be someone else's version of success or what you think you're supposed to be. Just be who you are. Put it out there. Let the right people connect to that. We're so busy and concerned with the people that are not connecting to us that we're missing all the people that we could be connecting with. Those are your tribe. Hang with those that are going to connect with you no matter what your body size looks like, no matter how you parent, no matter what your face looks like. If my face offend someone they are not in my tribe i do not need to try to keep them goodbye right this is a confidence problem have some confidence in yourself you are here on purpose go live your purpose but you cannot do that if you're pretending to be somebody else yeah and and why even why even bother to try to pretend to be somebody else yeah like I mean, they're already taken they're already them yes you're yeah. the only you there ever will be yeah, and that's your competitive advantage if you let it be. Okay, so how does somebody get over that? It's somebody who is racked with fear, somebody who suffers from from anxiety, and they're racked with fear of what other people are going to think about them. How do they overcome that to get to a place of, you know, this is who yeah. I am, and I'm happy with who I am? Yeah, so I would say my, my best advice to anyone, your first stop needs to be find a counselor that's going to be able to hold up a mirror to you and reflect back to you who you actually are and not the person that your caveman scared brain is telling you. So today I wrote about on my Instagram feed, just, it's just something that I saw, and that was that we are a lot of times, I'm stuck. I don't know where to go. I'm stuck here. You know, I feel so stuck. And the truth is stuck is your caveman man brain prettying up the word I'm scared. I'm scared to do that. I'm scared of what people will say. And the only way to get through that is number one, discover who you really are and believe it. And number two, practice. You just have to do it. When I first started my business, I had a lot of people that I got a lot of backlash. They didn't like the way I was building my first business. It was different. They had never seen it before. I was disrupting an industry. And I got a lot of personal 
hate, like just a lot of really nasty people writing things to me. I am stronger than the things that these people are saying to me. And this, what they're saying to me is just, a, it's just a speed bump. It's not going to stop me. It's not stop sign, right? It's just a speed bump. And so whatever it is that you have to do to give yourself a visual reminder that you're a badass, go do that. And it doesn't get easier. I'll tell you that, but you will have a different perspective. At this point, when I get people that send me really nasty grams, like I have people that comment on my face and what I look like and who I am all the time. And I can say to them, honestly, thank you. Thank you for your feedback. I'm going, and I can now take that feedback and realize, number one, is it triggering me and why? Can I work through that? What is this trying to teach me right now? What is this piece of really nasty feedback that's affecting me, teaching me right now so that I am not as affected the next time I hear it? I cannot believe people. I mean, I can. But you know what? There are a lot of people where what I do and what I say, because I say things very um, openly and honestly and, and straight up into your face, that are triggered by the things that I say. And because it says something about them, right? My success maybe says something about what they're not doing. They're, I, I would believe that jealousy is you basically putting what you're not doing onto other people, right? What wants to be done and other people are doing it and you're feeling some jealousy about that. And if there's any of that, that's not about me. That's really about them. And now that I have that mindset, it's so easy for me to just say, thank you, I appreciate it, and, and move on with my day. Thank you for your feedback. I appreciate it and move on. It's going to teach me something and move on. Uh, but, you know, that's just, that's the internet. A lot of people are broken and we're all hurt and we hurt, hurt each other and hurt people, hurt people. And, and I, I can't say I've never been there. I've hurt people out of my own hurt. So I can't judge them for doing what they're doing. They're just trying to make themselves feel better. I'm so fortunate because part of my tribe is, uh, my one of my best friends from childhood and uh, my sister who who produces this podcast and the people who work for me are also family and friends and they so shield me from all the <laughs> trolls like love that. they stay up late at night going through posts and removing stuff from trolls or responding to them mm. because they know that even though you know I'm yep. pretty thick-skinned that when people start attacking, especially my children, it oh. hurts. Oh, you know those people are so hurt. They're so hurt so deep. Oh, that's terrible. I'm sorry about that for you. Uh, you know, sometimes I'll just look at my husband whenever something really starts to affect me. I'll look at him, and, and, and I'll tell him what was said, and he always answers me back with the same thing. But, Lindsay, is it true? Is what they're saying true? If it is, fix it. If it's not, move along. You know, 99.91% of my audience is so amazing right. and loving yeah. and wonderful and kind and uplifting and supportive and and just showers me with goodness. So <laughs> I'm not going to complain about, you know, the one yeah. person that is so broken Same. that they... Same. 99% of people are amazing and they love you and they accept you. And if you can just remember those and not the 1%, that's the real key <laughs> to making it through a day. All right, back to boss up and uh, say that I'm uh, a young mom, first, you know, first child, feeling a little overwhelmed, maybe some postpartum mm -hmm. depression. And uh, my partner is isn't like your husband who says, mm -hmm. yes, go for it. But instead mm -hmm. says we had an agreement and no. What do you say? 
Well, I think that depends on who you are and the relationship you have with that person. Uh, my personality type would say I'm not going to let anyone hold me back from what I feel like I should be doing. I know that I can raise my kids and be good at this at the same time. Now, what I would not do is just up and leave my kids, right? Like I'm not going to just like drop them off at a babysitter and be like, oh, sorry, husband, right? That's not the deal. I wouldn't do that. But I would find a way to make it work so that I could do both. So maybe I do stay home for a little while with my kids during the day when they're there. And then I make time to get up early in the morning and wake up, you know, and stay up later at night or work when they're napping. I make time in my off time to build something so that they can see some momentum. I can't imagine that any partner who loves a partner like they should would say, I don't give a crap about how you feel. You will continue to do this until I say that is not a marriage. That's not a partnership. That's you working for one person. <laughs> and I would never accept that as my life. And you would have to be strong enough to say, I, I am willing. I am willing to mess things up in order to make them better. Right. And, and it will feel messy. It did feel messy in my, in my marriage for a little while, but eventually we were able to communicate through it. And if, if that basic communication cannot happen, I think there are different issues in that marriage and some counseling would definitely help. I, I think everyone can benefit from finding somebody that's a neutral party to just reflect back to you what it is that you're really saying, what your mind is telling you, how this is, it's being seen from a different perspective. And I think that having someone to help you communicate with each other might help you understand the hold back or the push on either side. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. And I love that because uh, I have had listeners say, oh, you always cop out. You always tell people to go to get get counseling. You know, why don't you yeah. give them the answer? And I'm like, but that is the answer because yeah. I'm I'm not God. I don't know what's going on. I can't listen to a three minute conversation with someone and judge what's yeah. really going on. I don't know both sides. But yeah. if you go to a good good and I know they're hard to find, but they're there somewhere. Get referrals. Talk to your friends. Um, to a good, solid marriage counselor, mm -hmm. somebody whose opinion is valid and you trust their experience, yeah. they can help you do what you just said to to hear one another and yeah. to, to kind of work through what the real issue is. Because I agree, yeah. if somebody is telling yeah. you you can't do something it's it's a much deeper issue than mm -hmm. you know you simply finding your passion or following your dream yeah you know yeah. if There's somebody is else there yeah and, and it would be good to figure it out because i think you'll enjoy your marriage like my marriage is is my favorite relationship and i wouldn't want to give it up for the world but i don't believe my purpose is to serve my husband and to like sit around and do what he tells me is the right thing to do and like help him serve his purpose i have my own individual purpose and I believe that for each of us, we all have our own individual purpose apart from the relationships that we have in our life. Our relationships are supposed to amplify that purpose. And if it's not, there's a problem. Wow. You got a lot to say, girlfriend, and I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love that you are an encourager. I love that you are a visionary. Uh, I, Like I said, I know so many people who make great kimchi or make great lumpia or who are great seamstresses or who have a beautiful singing voice. And I'm like, wow, you know, you should, you should follow this dream. I can't do it. No, I know. I'll I know. never make it. <laughs> I know that makes me so sad. And my, my heart really is, my heart leaps out of my chest whenever I hear that. And I think 
oh my gosh, please do not die like my mother. Please don't do that. Please do not let your kids feel about your life the way I feel about my mother's was that, that she never got to live it. Don't do that. She did. She did. Yeah. Yes, she did. I know you, 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 I know uh, as somebody who lost her mother in her fifties and struggled with that for a while, uh, but I have more time probably in this than you do. Um, a lot more time than you do. Um, she lived exactly the life that God intended for her to live. And she went home exactly when God intended for her to go home. All of our days are numbered. She did. And I am at this point now, I'm, I'm about nine years out of it. And looking back, I can honestly tell you that I feel grateful for it. I feel like it was um, that event was for me, not not because of me, but for me. It was for my benefit. And um, I have I am determined not to not to make light of that or not to waste it. Just remember all of her days remembered before a single one came to pass. I do believe that. Yeah. And that's the good news. Yep. That's the great news. Cause otherwise, <laughs> you know, we're filled with the would have been, could have been, should have been's. Sure. Which are sure. crippling. Sure. I think it just really opened my eyes to there's more here for you. You don't have to do it exactly like she did. There's more go get it. And you're going and you're getting it. And what is of all the things that, that you had at the, in the goal line that you've mm-hmm. seen, seen happen, experienced and, and lived. And I know, you know, that it's an ongoing on changing thing. What do you feel the most proud of? I feel super proud that we have the guts to live a life that looks different, even though it's, it looks different, right? I, I feel very proud that we are enjoying our day to day. There's a lot of people that you know come in. And they're like, "Oh, you 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 did it! This is it! Like you've you've made the money. You can retire. You don't have to ever work again. Like you did it." And I feel super proud that we've gotten here, and we both still have more to do. We don't have to work, but there's still more to do, and so and we're following that. And that makes me really proud. That makes me feel like we're serving our purpose and not our whatever interest or whatever feeling we have at that time. Uh, and I'm, I'm very proud of how we've been able to give our money away. <laughs> I'm really proud of the life that we're living. And that. So, so go back there. Go back it. there. Because I think a lot of people don't understand. I know a lot of people, I know a lot of business people don't understand the joy, the true joy that comes from unselfish giving. That is so true. And you know what? It's one of those things where you say it, oh, it's not, you know, it'll feel great when it feels great when you do it. But I think it's one of those things that until you really experience true, like you experience that. And, and honestly, like the first thing that, that the first time that my eyes opened were open to that was we, we bought my, my husband's parents uh, a house. They struggled financially and lived in a town that just wasn't serving them anymore. And we were able to move them out of that town and down the street from us to see our kids all the time, whenever they want to. And we were able to put a big red bow around a house and just hand them the keys and say, here you go. And there's just not, it's an indescribable feeling to know that you've actually changed the situation for someone else where they they now have more of an ability to thrive, to live the kind of life that they want to, no matter how old they are. Because, you know, it's not like Michael's parents are, like, new to life, right? They've been around for a long time. But it felt really good to be able to bless them in that way. And actually the best part was watching my husband 
feel like he was finally able to give back to his mom after he watched her work two jobs for his entire life to get him to the place that he's at. Wow. It was really a powerful day. <laughs> ah, no kidding. And what a what a sweet gift to your kids to have their grandma yeah. and grandpa oh, so close. <laughs> it's so great. They can they can learn, they can experience, they can all that wisdom. Yeah. Yeah, new experiences that I can't offer them, but they can. And that's what I want for them. Yeah, new experiences that I can't offer them, but they can. And that's what I want for them. Life doesn't get any better than that. Gosh, it's true. <laughs> well, Lindsay, thank you. God bless you. Thank Continued you. fabulous work. You too. I appreciate it.